Next up on the all-new Rick and Rick. Hut Hut Hike! Super Bowl 2021 is here. That's right, it's the advertising world's biggest day of the year. And we've got all the brand marketing touchdowns, blitzes, and incomplete passes. Plus all the field goals, fumbles, and WTFs. From a Super Bowl unlike any that has ever come before. And it all starts right here, right now. On the season four premiere of the one show where everybody's ready for Rickoff. And everybody rules the world. You heard that right, folks. Welcome to the season four premiere of Rick and Rick Rule the World, which, unlike our first three seasons, is making its debut on advertising's biggest day of the year, Super Bowl Sunday, which means we want to extend a super special thanks for listening. I'm Rick Matheson, and I am joined, as always, by the Tom to my Brady, the Patrick to my Mahomes, the Tostitos to my 14-layer bean dip, rootin' tootin' Rick Wooten. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing great. Thank you for that great welcome. Well, happy Super Bowl and uh, happy season four premiere. You know, this is fantastic. I, I can't believe we're in season four. I mean, it's gone by so fast. It's shocking. I mean, listeners, longtime listeners will know that normally this is not the beginning of our season. It's been thrown off like everything else in everyone's life because of the pandemic. Normally we're October to October, but uh, this year we are kicking off here on Super Bowl Sunday. It seems like an appropriate day to kick things off given the monumental nature of this day for the world of advertising. So it kind of makes it fun. That's right. This is the 55th Super Bowl. And given our global audience, Rick, I think we should probably clarify that by football. We do mean American football, not the much, much, much more popular sport, which is, of course, badminton. I mean, soccer, (laughs) which is known worldwide as football, which makes a hell of a lot more sense considering you play that with your feet. (laughs) I don't know a good alternative for, you know, rebranding football, Rick, but wouldn't it be fun to really mess with the rest of the world by changing the name of our version of football to soccer? That would be awesome. That that would that would that would turn <laughs> the whole world upside down, even more so than Inflate Gate. Totally. Now, as in years past, the ad ball episode of Rick and Rick is going to be in the form of an epic game of Rick and Rick loaded questions, the Super Bowl edition. And Rick, are you ready for Rick? I'm ready. All right, question number one. The price to run a 30-second spot during Super Bowl 2021 is A, equivalent to the amount of loose change in Warren Buffett's left pant pocket, B, $5.5 million, C, $5.6 million, or D, $5.9 million. Running a 30-second spot in this year's Super Bowl is going to cost you how much? Basically, it's the cost of a house here in California. It's $5.5 million. Actually, you are correct, uh, probably on both counts. Uh, so yes, uh, although it's probably also A, the amount of loose change in Warren Buffett's left pant pocket. I don't know. I'm thinking the cleaning between the seats in Warren Buffett's car could probably give you enough to buy the Buccaneers. I'm not, I'm not sure, but <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Anyway, yes, that $5.5 million for 30 seconds of airtime during this, this year's Super Bowl is in fact down from last year. I don't know if you remember this, but last year it was $5.6 million for that same amount of time, but $5.5 $5 million is a hell of a lot more than the cost of a 30-second Super Bowl spot in 1967 when it cost $42,500. Wow. You know, it, I'm I'm not terribly surprised that the cost has come down this year. I mean, we've been impacted by so much. The, the flip side of that, though, is I bet you viewership will actually be up this year. I mean, it's not like people have other things to do. So we're all trapped <laughs> at home and they're going to watch the Super Bowl. Yes. And come on, you got you got Brady on there. I think what is he, forty three year old man who's going to be out there, you know, 
winning winning uh if he wins this is what is it his fifth or his sixth some ungodly number yeah i think this is his sixth in fact i saw a statistic that said that you know uh you, you have a bunch of these uh pro basketball players and you know like i think uh durant is one of them and the chances of durant landing a three-pointer and, and obviously he's very good at it is less than uh, Brady winning the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. But but because Brady, like basically, if he goes to the Super Bowl, more than fifty percent of the time, he's going to make it. Isn't that crazy? You know, I'm not even sure it was on my radar that he had switched to the Buccaneers, but it seems like the last time I watched the Super Bowl, he was in it. So yeah, I think they keep thinking, oh, he's aged out, and they, you know, the team will get him off the one team, then he'll go to another team and take him to the Super Bowl. So I don't know. It kind of makes me wonder, like, what does his new teammates think? It's like, okay, he comes on, and then suddenly we're winning. <laughs> Well, I, I remember there was a movie I watched many years ago. I don't remember which one it was. And, and basically somebody had done a, a deal with the devil and out of the blue, they were a rock star, right? It was just like this crazy thing. It kind of feels like maybe Brady's done some kind of deal with the devil here. Maybe given a certain friend of his. Speaking of Cheetos, have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so question number two. In one of its Super Bowl ads, Bud Light looks back over the past year and describes 2020 as A, all kinds of wonderful, B, year of the Clydesdale, C, a lemon, or D, a cranberry-infused hemorrhoid cream. Bud Light says 2020 was what? Yeah, I, I really want it to be the the cranberry infused hemorrhoid cream, but it is not. It is lemons. In fact, this is this is actually one of my favorite commercials of the year. I I, yeah, I love the, the lemons raining down and you know people being pelted. There's a you know a, a jogger who's kind of laughing at somebody who got hit, and of course then he gets hit in the face and falls into the garbage. It's, I mean, it's it's great. It's great. It's from Whedon and Kennedy, New York, and yes, Bud Light describes 2020 as a lemon of a year and how the brand turned those lemons into Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, which now I want to try. Uh, for some reason, the lemonade, I don't know, made my mouth water. Yeah. Question number three. Will Ferrell, Kenan Thompson, and Aquafina are irked that Norway is outranking the U.S. in A, its commitment to democracy, B, <laughs> quality of life, worker protections, clean air, and the social safety net, C, electric scooters, D, electric toothbrushes, or E, electric automobiles. Will Ferrell, Kenan Thompson, and Aquafina are irked that Norway is outranking us in what? You know, I, this is one of those commercials where... I, I, I had this conflicted experience as watching it. The commercial, the answer to your question, is a GM ad for electric vehicles. And per capita, Norway was leading the way. And Will Ferrell saying, hey, that can't be GM and I, or we're going to go, like, you know, put America back on top with this. I figured it was called some kind of battery pack. And it was like, yeah, like, you're funny. The, the flip side of that, though, is your product isn't, like, coming through it was like it was kind of a weird like did you have the same reaction you know i got pulled into it but you have to wonder what the objective of the spot was and i think that's maybe what you're getting at because it's why do i care and what are you pitching to me and so yeah i, I kind of get your point okay so question four one of the biggest trends this year was the number of blue chip brands that normally advertise during the Super Bowl announced that they would instead be giving that money that would otherwise go to airtime to good causes instead. Which of the following was not one of those brands? A, planters, 
B, Budweiser, C, Kia, D, Pepsi, or E, Amazon Alexa. Which of these is not a brand that normally advertises in the Super Bowl, but is not sitting it out this year and giving the money to charitable causes instead? You know, uh, first of all, I didn't realize that there, that there were that many brands. I knew for sure about Budweiser. I, I, I watched kind of the, the bit on that and, and then read about it. And it's really impressive. They are uh, taking the money and then donating it to uh, help create awareness around the the vaccine and the safety around it and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. The one that I know for sure is not doing that is Amazon because I've seen the Amazon commercial. So uh, I'm going to go with Amazon. You are correct. Yes. Amazon Alexa does have a Super Bowl spot and it's a good one featuring Michael B. Jordan as kind of a digital Lothario to a user whose husband isn't very happy <laughs> about his <laughs> presence in his home. It's a great spot. I think, I think, I think, I think the husband did okay until she said, Alexa turned out the lights. <laughs> yeah, turn that light on. Turn that back on. Turn that back on, Alexa. I thought it was great. But according That's to the right. Associated Press, for the first time in four decades, Budweiser will not run advertising for its flagship Budweiser brand. Other sub-brands are getting advertising, but not it. Perhaps thinking that an ad with guys screaming, what's up, might not go over well when the most appropriate question is, what isn't up? <laughs> But Pepsi's flagship Pepsi brand has also pulled out, focusing instead on sponsoring the halftime show. Avocados from Mexico is sitting this year out, and so is Coca-Cola's Coke brand. Coca-Cola has been especially hard hit during the pandemic because it's the dominant power in crowded venues, you know, movie theaters and stadiums and things like that. I don't know if it's a financial reason or if they're giving money to a good cause or what, but it's pretty amazing that these big hitters are not going to be in this year's Super Bowl. All right, question number five. On the flip side of that, to pick up the slack from those big brands that decided to sit out this year's Super Bowl, several younger brands are jumping in. Which of the following is not such a brand? A, Triller, B, Parlor, C, Vroom, or D, Fiverr? Which of these brands isn't jumping into the Super Bowl for the first time? Well, the others are. Uh, I'm going to guess Parlor. You are correct. The social network known as Parler is not advertising in this year's Super Bowl, but as the AP reports, TikTok rival Triller, Autoseller Vroom, and Marketplace Fiverr are going to be Super Bowl advertisers this year. So that's going to put some of them on the map, although we might point to last year's darling, Quibi, that ran a spot and did not live to see this year's Super Bowl. You know, the, the one that uh, did surprise me that uh, was doing an ad was Robin Hood, you know, yes. after all the drama that we've been through in the last month around, yes. you know, Robin Hood and GameStop and, you know, short uh, sellers and all that. I was really surprised to see them still go through with that ad. Yeah, I thought for sure they would pull it. It's only going to add to the controversy around GameStop. The spot is talking about democratizing investing to the little guy in the weeks since they kind of shut down the little guy for a bit. I don't know. I was a little surprised that they're going to go through with the ad buy. Maybe they have to. Yeah, and it could be. I, I the, the ad is actually titled, We Are All Investors. And uh, the Vulture had an article and they were talking about some of the new ads. Uh, and of course, they covered this one. Uh, <laughs> their snarky comment was, and again, this is from the Vulture, so there's a quote. Well, everyone couldn't last week when it was restricted <laughs> trading on GameStop. Right. Don't worry, this art has already been lambasted on Twitter. So anyways, they're being called out already. All right, next question. Which brand profiles Paralympian swimmer Jessica Lang in a poignant spot called Upstream? Is it A, Microsoft, B, Toyota, C, Skechers, or D, Pringles Turducken flavored potato chips? 
Uh, that was Toyota. I thought this uh, this was a really nice feel good video where um, you know they're they're kind of showing uh, some parents that were kind of going through this uh, this adoption process and they got a call and said, well, we have a, a child that needs a home, but the the child doesn't have the the use of uh, the, its legs, and and the parents were just like that's fantastic send the child over we want this child and uh they kind of you know chronicled the the uh, this this child growing up over the years and becoming an olympian yeah this is a very well produced highly emotive spot from sachi and sachi and it's for toyota's sponsorship of the olympics and the paralympics and it's an incredibly well done spot and it gets you right there so i thought this was great touchdown team toyota and team sachi and sachi no, it, was, it was fantastic all right next question scott's miracle grow enlists celebrities like martha stewart and a very bald john travolta to help you a keep growing b keep dancing c keep texting or D, keep away. Scott's Miracle Grow wants to help you do what? I'm going to say keep dancing. That's probably what I would have guessed. But no, in this instance, Scott's Miracle Grow and agency Vayner Media want you to keep growing that beautiful backyard you've rediscovered while being stuck at home for the past year. And there is a moment in this spot where John Travolta and his daughter are producing a TikTok video showing that growing can include busting a few moves on the lawn for your followers on TikTok. According to Martha Stewart, Travolta still got it. I actually passed through this commercial once and somehow took it as a spot for TikTok. I don't know how or why, but uh, I kind of just breezed through it and thought, oh, okay, they're doing a spot. Okay. It's only because we're doing this episode and I went back to look at it that I realized, oh, it's for Miracle Grow. Yeah, I can see that. All right. Next question. I thought of you when I saw this spot. So last year it was MC Hammer and Can't Touch This for Cheetos Popcorn. This year, San Francisco-based Goodby Silverstein and Partners have Ashton Kutcher and wife Mila Kunis singing which of the following for Cheetos Pop Mix? A, I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. B, You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. C, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. D, Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. Or E, A Few of My Favorite Things by Anna Kendrick. Which of these do Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis sing to promote Cheetos Pop Mix? God, you know, I, I wish they would would redo the commercial with a couple of those that you just mentioned that would be fantastic i think so too but it it wasn't me that was the song it wasn't me you are it right was, it was it was pretty funny. This one actually made me laugh. I liked it once Shaggy was on camera singing, but I can go the rest of my life without ever needing to hear Ashton Kutcher and Malakunas attempt to ever sing anything again. <laughs> no offense to them. They're both talented actors, but uh, singing, yeah, that was kind of painful for me. What, what, and I like the payoff at the end where Mila says, oh, it wasn't me. And Ashton says, oh, okay. And then Shaggy's like, that has never worked for me. Yes, that, I love that. That was a perfect ending to the spot. All right, next question. Final question here. To the tune of the greatest American hero, Tide returns to the Super Bowl for the, I think, fifth year in a row. And this time out, it's about a boy, a laundry basket, and A, his Eminem hoodie, B, his Mark Zuckerberg hoodie, C, his Jason Alexander hoodie, or D, his John Travolta hoodie. What's this Tide commercial about this year? You know, so here's the funny thing about this. I didn't recognize the name Jason Alexander, and I didn't recognize... <laughs> Recognize the face on the shirt the oh, whole way through. Oh. And I got to the end when Jason Alexander pulls up in the car and he's like, why do you have my face on your shirt? And then I realized who it was. I laughed so hard when I realized how lame I was at that moment. It was it was Jason Alexander. I'm sure Jason Alexander would just be terrified to hear that you didn't even know who he was and who the face was connected to. I just wasn't connecting it. I just wasn't connecting it until he pulled up in the car and I'm like, oh, Seinfeld. And it was like, ah. Oh. 
Okay, that was our last question here, but let's let's look at the big picture here and, and things that struck us with this year's cache of Super Bowl spots. Did you have a favorite? You know, there were there were a few that I liked. Uh, I I did actually like the uh, Amazon Sexy Alexa. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I it actually took me two watches through before I actually got it, uh, just just because I was expecting something different from them. So anyways, I really enjoyed that one. Of course, I love the the Cheetos one. Uh, a couple of them didn't didn't work for me. Oh, and I and I really liked the uh, the Bud Light with the lemonade. Yes. Uh, those those ones I thought were towards the top of my list. What what about you? What what worked? Yeah, so one I have not mentioned, I didn't mention in the, in the questions that I liked quite a bit was uh, M&M's Super Bowl spot with um, Dan Levy. So it's people saying sorry for the things that they actually did on purpose. And this spot cracked me up quite a bit, especially with the point where it says, I'm sorry for calling you Karen. My name is Karen. I'm sorry, your name is Karen. I thought this was a really funny spot. I, that might be my favorite, if not the lemons. I, I, I really like the lemons as well. Yeah. Now, which ones didn't work for you this year? I didn't like Skechers to the max one that much. It was almost like they had a great idea there that somehow just didn't get translated yeah one of the ones that did not work for me at all was the doritos 3d with uh matt mcconaughey i i thought that was lame i i, I mean that one didn't work for me at all I, I thought it was going somewhere else and i kind of tuned it out after about halfway through i, I just didn't get that one at all yeah isn't that sad when you know a 30 second commercial loses your interest yeah like it's not interesting enough that by the time you get to second 15 you're done yeah okay well i think that is gonna wrap it up for this super bowl edition and our first new episode of season four so congratulations rick please everybody keep yourself and each other safe and keep on coming back to the one show where everybody's name is rick and everybody rules the world